Welcome to the Mucus Pod. I'm Muki. And I'm just Chris. Yeah. Um, I hope that my voice sounds slightly better than last week. I'm like... Were um, you sick when we recorded last time? Yeah, brother. I've... I forget what I did last week. Honestly, last week so. was a blur because I spent it mostly covered in tissues. It was me ending sickness and you beginning sickness. I'm like, I'm so annoyed because I felt like crap yesterday and like I had a fever. And then today I finally feel better. And yesterday I was supposed to go to the Ariana Grande concert in Portland, but I couldn't go because I had a fucking fever. That... <laughs> and I was like, I'm not trying to be in a crowd with my weakened immune system situation. And then today... Besides, like, being a little bit stuffy, I had, like, so much energy. I got so much shit done and, like, just felt a lot better. Yeah, I'm sorry. This entire time that you've been talking, Lila has been staring me down from the corner. And it's been really fucking menacing, honestly. I'm not shocked. <laughs> also, it's so annoying because my taste buds have been going in and out of frequency. That was, like, the late stage of this sickness. And that was honestly one of the worst parts. Because it is the worst part. I wanted to taste food. I'd rather feel like shit, be, but be able to taste food. I haven't been able to taste my coffee in days. It's really weird, That's too. That's where I'm at right now. Because, like, at least for me, it was like I got stuffy. And then, like, stuffiness was kind of going away a little bit. And then I stopped tasting. No, that's how I am right now. Like, I can breathe out of my nose, but I yeah. still, like, it's still a little bit stuffed, but, like, I can breathe. So, like, we take Zycam, and, like, I was panicking. Oh, my God. Because, like, I was, like... Chris had, like, a silent panic attack, and I had to, like... That's how all my panic attacks are. I, um. <laughs> I'm i good at... Hit, when he has a panic attack about something, I'm good at, like, quickly researching the thing that he's panicking about and then talking him down. So, like, basically, like, taking Zycam when I was sick last year, too, and, like, it just makes my... I don't know why it's specifically me. It makes the taste buds on my tongue, like, kind of get a little inflamed. It's one of those melty things on your tongue. Yeah, it's a melt on your tongue. And so, like, I was, like whatever this is just annoying but i'd rather get rid of this cold and it seemed to work last time and now this time like i took a lot of it because i you was didn't sick, want to be sick for a lot of days and then i was like why the fuck can i breathe out of my nose perfectly fine and i can't taste and i can't smell and so then i was like looking up what if the taste buds are actually getting fucked right now and then i'm seeing all this shit about zycam and it's like you could permanently lose your sense of smell and taste. And but I'm it like, was because of the, like, the in-nasal spray one? They have, like, a, it's like a swab or a spray or something. Someone that you goes put up your nose. In your nose, and it's also from, like, 2009 that they don't do anymore. Yeah, the ingredient doesn't exist in their medicine anymore, and, like, it was all, like, done or whatever. And so, like, I'm, like, researching it. When you finally, I was like, what's wrong? And you, like, explained it. You are like, I think I'm permanently not going to be able to taste anything anymore. And I was like, what? And so I Googled it, and it was like, honey, this has been long dead. The ingredient's not even in it. We're not even using the same type of thing. And then also, I stopped taking the Zycam, like, a few days ago. because Honestly, I Honestly, you've been a little bit of a rebel. You haven't really taken a lot of the uh, I, Zycam or the elderberry. You're all natural. It's being, I'm being <laughs> stupid. I'm literally just, like, taking allergy medicine. I don't know. I'm. We've actually placed a couple crystals around and... I felt um, them working. Yeah. Chakras. I know. I've just been lazy. And I know that, like, the reason my cold lingered longer is because I didn't go in on the medicine. I don't know. 
it, I, don't I mean, know. honestly, it lasted the same amount of time that mine did. So yeah, it felt like not as urgent because we weren't in New York this time. <laughs> like the yeah. last time we were sick, we were in New York, and I was like, I'm not losing my sense. It was of taste like right the now. day before we left, you were starting. You're like, I think I'm getting sick. Oh like, man, but yeah. I also can't taste right now, and I haven't taken it in like a few days. So it's not the Zycam. It's absolutely this weird cold. But like, damn, that first cup of coffee that I had after not being able to taste, I was like. Ooh, sweet. I love this. I'm annoyed because I could taste my dinner tonight. We, there's a Mediterranean place that we've been getting food from, and it's like extremely potent, very garlicky, really strong flavors. I get kind of stinky afterwards. A lot of Kalamata olives, if yeah, you will. Yeah. And like, I haven't been able to taste it, and today I could taste it, but I can't taste my coffee right now. Really? I don't know why. Oh, God, that's I'm so still going to drink it because... I am stressed. Because coffee is life. <laughs> That's why. Also, this is Coffee with Rachel. I'm Rachel. I'm Mucus. I know. Um. I felt like <laughs> we didn't need to do that again, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. Also, um, this is where everything but... What was what the thing? Coffee filters and we're not filtered. I don't oh know what it was anymore. Oh, my God. I didn't know also, where you were going. Also, the coffee fact for today... <laughs> Is I can't taste it. Um, okay, that's now that's a trip down memory lane of things we've killed. Um. I did get a tweet today from someone who listened to the episode where I spoke in Simlish for like a long period of time. I don't know if it was like conversational Simlish or like when I read the benches as Simlish yeah. pronunciations, but they said it was impressive. Wow. And I felt that. Speaking of that, you said somebody on social media like... Um, I changed my name on uh, Twitter and Instagram back to Ye Old Hub Glacier. Can we please unpack this decision? Because you did like the opposite thing that everybody else does on social media. Like everyone on social media starts with a weird username that has nothing to do with their name. And then like year, I've seen people like as of recently change their YouTube name to their full yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. And people it's like, always like a big deal. Like people are like, oh my God, I miss like Tutti Fruity 47. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, I just want to be known by my name. You're going from your name back to the weird thing. So that's brave and bold. I, I know. Yeah. Um, so the whole reason I brought this up before I unpack that is our favorite Twitter, CWC Quotes, I don't... Who are you? We. I feel like they I, like, I feel like actively this, won't tell us. I've I feel asked. like they... I'm, I'm envisioning this person who is just meticulously, like, pouring over episodes and, like, writing down timestamps and quotes from every episode for every occasion because they somehow had a fucking quote for me changing my name. <laughs> they do that all the time, and I want to know how they do it. Are they just, like, a... But like, what's like the this team? conversation is going to get quoted at some point. I'm nervous. <laughs> also, if you, I am also willing to interview you <laughs> on the show um, to find out your method. But only if you speak to us solely in quotes from the show. I like, need you to DM me on Twitter. And your true identity. If your grandma also, that would be face a reveal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I want you to fucking reach out to me on Twitter if you're listening to this. And we could set you up to like, have like a guest spot on the show. Like even if we did like you recorded a voice memo. I don't know. I feel like this is like Pretty Little Liars. Like who is board shorts? Like who is who's CWC a, quotes? Who's CWC quotes? <laughs> who's Gossip Girl? Who's grandma? Like all the questions. I just have um, a lot of questions. But yeah, so I... Grandma's cactus. There's so many. You guys will remember from, if you've been around since like the early 2010s, 
that I was Hubglish46 as my name on everything. And that's from, it was an AIM username is when I first I can't made believe that. you were still using an AIM username. Yeah. Well, I guess because you were using that on Xbox. I made it in, I made it in middle school. Yeah, it's still my uh, gamer tag. Um, and it's just because my last name's Hubbard, the Hubbard Glacier, largest tidewater glacier in Alaska. So, bitch, I did it. I like glaciers. Your legacy, not yes. Scientology. Not at all. <laughs> so then... <laughs> Um, the Hubbards have a really fucked up history. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's old Mother Hubbard, and she is was in a cupboard. That's um, ageism. You've got ageism, Scientology, and then like actual science. Yeah. So it's a lot. I'll, st- I'll stick with science. You know? Yeah, true. I'm forging my own path, really. Like, or Would you say you're forging a valley with your glacier? Okay. I need you to stop. That was. I'll never forget the science class where we literally took a block of ice and moved it through like a clay and gravel path and forged a valley with mm-hmm. our glacier. As whenever you bring up the word glacier, that's what I think of <laughs> is that project in science class in like third grade. Um, I think of climate change and how we're killing the earth. Tea. Um, okay. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, I had that name for a while, and then mm, 2013, fateful year that I decided I'd follow in Rachel's footsteps and make a youtube channel it was 2013 it was that feels oddly late it was a bad looking back it was a bad time in our lives can i to say be something that. i had this revelation earlier when i was taking a shit <laughs> that's when we all have revelations but okay it now does feel like a decade since 2010, <laughs> even though yeah. I know we're not like quite there yet, but yeah. we're about to be for a while. It just has felt like four long years, but now it's starting to feel like, wow, it has really been nine fucking years. Mm-hmm. And like, I was thinking about it and like, I was on YouTube for six years, which felt like a decade, but it was only six years. Yeah. And this podcast has been going on for, it'll be four years in the summer, but that has only felt like two Mm-hmm. it's very confusing i feel like the time that we were like in college passed very slowly and because so much happened it feels like so much time has passed i know and then like the so first... the fact that you did that in 2013 a year before we graduated college feels very like late i felt like you did that in like 2011 yeah you no, know what i mean i know it was again it was just not a great decision i did it so that's like what six years ago that you did that seven probably six because I feel like it also died within the same year. Yeah, you um, only did like maybe 10 videos. Yeah, because then I think I probably got to like senior starting senior year and I was like fuck you were fucking this. Busy. Yeah. Plus you weren't you weren't in it. I, like Yeah, I I had an idea. I was not comfortable doing it, honestly. I don't I like thought I could, but then I just was not comfortable. I who knew I needed to do a podcast for 4 years before I could be comfortable talking like this. Yeah. Um and so that was the year that you changed your name because yeah, that was your YouTube channel. That was my rebrand. I went to Chris Considers because I was going to be considering things. I don't remember when I rebranded my YouTube channel to my actual name. It was did, like your, when, did YouTube ever go from I Call It Ambrosia to 87 days no, before? No, it was always I Call It for whatever reason. I feel like it's half of it was probably like YouTube made it really annoying to change things. 
it was like you had to like ask and then what i ended no, you up you had to like make a separate a second channel or something like that and then it's like claiming it or something i don't like remember a but it was like weird it was it wasn't like you couldn't actually change it and so what i ended up doing it was like i changed my name because of like the google plus inter integration which mm. doesn't even exist anymore rip and then i had my network at the time like style hall they got me a redirect. So it was like, if you went to like youtube.com slash Rachel Whitehurst, like it showed my YouTube channel, but it was a glorified redirect. Like yeah. It wasn't like actually changing the name, but nobody like went to it by the other way. But I still get <laughs> emails that are like, hello, youtube.com slash I call it, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, cause it's still there it's, technically, yeah. I guess. Um, but I don't remember what year I did that. I think it was earlier than 2013. Yeah. But I don't fucking know, honestly. It, it could have been honestly. That was like peak management time. For that was you. Like, like peak like, rebrand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was when we were like, hmm, maybe we should actually like put thought into our internet presence that we all have. It's dangerous if you don't. You know what I mean? I remember like 2012, 2013 being like, there are people looking at my shit, and I have to be like, not. A piece of shit yeah you know what i mean like not that i was like a total piece of well, shit you were but like, it was like you were like evolving from that ranty yeah era, but i was like yeah you know? like i have like i i have things that i want to talk about and like i need to like you know not be a twat like with this you know yeah yeah so that's when i became chris considers everywhere and then like the youtube died like six months later but i just kept everything because i was like it's a fun alliteration and why would I go back to like a username thing? But now I'm really embracing my history, you know? Yeah. I, I, I kept, there was many times where I contemplated changing my gamer tag, which like is like the most important username to me on Xbox. Like, right. Because I've had it for so it's long. It's so weird. I don't have an important username. Like that, I've had it HubGlacier46 for over 10 years now. Like, yeah. And so that one I've just like kept. And then like, Chris considers it's just like it's just a relic of that thing that I never really did and so I wanted to go back to Hub Glacier because I still enjoy that name and I I don't know like it just it's more you it's me like the other one was a fake you it was so, like for me it's I my tether uh, yeah <laughs> for me <laughs> I like have my name on Instagram like my full name but on Twitter I can't it's literally one letter too long so yeah. it's Rachel and then I can't even have shop RWD on Instagram. I have to have a period between shop and RWD because that's already taken from like another brand that exists that's like not in the US. I don't even know what it is. Mm-hmm. I forget. So like I, I'm always like in that <laughs> where yeah. like I can't have. So I don't know. I don't have anything. You know, instead of Twitter being like. My most important thing is shoprwd.com, like the domain. Yeah. That's the only thing that's important to me. Twitter, instead of being like, you know, maybe we'll like really just think about the way we're replying in like conversations maybe they could like add an extra letter to like your username short or name privileges or a thing. get rid of the nazis again just an idea yeah you never know give me an extra letter and fuck the nazis yeah <laughs> that's my that's my idea that's for, my mantra that's my idea for the twitter rebrand of 2019 it's me going on wheel of fortune give me an extra letter and fuck the nazis it's literally a vowel too give me a vowel pat uh that's <laughs> <laughs> I like we should put that in my bio. Yeah. Nah, I can't I can't change that bio again. Oh my god. I'm so Wait. sick of changing my Twitter bio, man. You know what I just thought of? What? Should really install missing E. I wanna fucking die. You're missing E. You just e. shaved a whole decade <laughs> off my life again. Y'all remember that? 
Anyway. Missing. E. <laughs> we'll never get over that. Um, so, yeah, now he's back to Hub Glaish back on to Instagram. Glaish. Instagram, right? And Twitter. And Twitter. Yeah. No 46, though. You weren't attached no, to her. No 46. It just the classic Hub Glacier. It wasn't and... something that was taken. Does Hub, does the Hubbard Glacier have a Twitter? If not, they should. <laughs> They're going to be like, oh, my God, he took our fucking name. <laughs> my brand. I got it first. Um. So, wow. That's yeah. uh, that's the really big important update in my life. Let's be honest. Um, we've literally in the last week, besides working and me blowing my nose, like there's been nothing exciting. We've everything that was exciting has been postponed now because we were sick. So like we moved our Oregon trip. We were going to do it in May. And then actually I made the executive decision to actually just fucking postpone it to the distant future that we don't even know of because May like be, because of me being sick fucked up my entire routine and like i didn't get a lot of work done during that like week and I'm so there's just a with. lot of shit that needs to get done i thrive on a routine <laughs> and i know we talked about that before like i think the last podcast it might have been whenever we did that whole update, where we talked about like going to the gym yeah. and stuff and so i like need may to not be a month where i like go on a vacation and also disturb my routine again i really need my routine back <laughs> sweetie <laughs> because i'm suffering mentally without my routine so my goal for monday man is to just get back into my fucking routine yeah. it's gonna be great also on monday so this does not like uh what's the word that i'm looking for this doesn't affect anyone that's already like a subscriber of a patreon especially if you are a subscriber of the patreon.com slash coffee um, but Patreon's making, and this is important for anyone who's going to be making a Patreon themselves, and not like creative uh, binges out yeah, there, you like know, creators trying not trying to start a business or whatever you want. Yeah. So they're like introducing new policy and it's a new a, pricing, new pricing, thing. and it's just going to be a lot of fees. And this is probably not helpful because this podcast is going up on Friday. <laughs> um, but essentially, the fees go into place May seventh, so it's like. 11 59 p.m on you know the six yeah pacific time so basically if you were planning on making a new patreon account to whatever like business you have creative endeavor if you make it before that time you'll get a legacy account without all the fucking so fees. like there's there's obviously fees but it's like the old fee structure and not the new fee structure which is like Worse. really shitty so you could even make like if you have thought like i might want a patreon at some point like just make one with like a one dollar you don't have to have anybody sign up for it at this time like you could just make you just one to make it with like a, a a tier and just have it approved and make it live like and again you don't have to have it like actually you want to use it yet just like this have has to be it, done for like you have to have a few requirements filled for it yeah. to be like launchable so as you guys know i've talked about this before i wanted to make a patreon for my art um it's really important to me there's a whole spiel about it that I've talked about before. Um, and I've had a lot of people asking me like, when the fuck am I actually going to be doing that? And I like, I knew that I was going to do it this year. Like that was one of my goals for 2019 actually was to get that up and running, but I just didn't know like when I was going to do Who it. Who knew Patreon was going to make that decision for us. I know. So <laughs> basically like I got like a email the other day and then like I saw Twitter, you know, people were talking about it, other creators and I was like, Oh shit. So like, I need to launch this before the fucking seventh. So I've literally like, scrapped everything that i was working on and busted my ass the last like few days to get everything in order and i still have some stuff to do this weekend but the page itself is ready and everything is good to go and 
barring any like traumatic situations that could happen it should be going live on may 6th and so that's going to be a patreon to support me and my art and my small business all the information about like what the rewards will be and the tiers or whatever is going to be on that page i'm not going to bore you on here about it because it's not what this is about but i did want to make that announcement because i know i've been getting a lot of questions about like when the fuck i'm doing that um but this is not to say that you need to be doing it at all, supporting it at all. Doesn't the people that support no this show, obligations this isn't like to anything. You have to do both, one, none of them. It doesn't literally whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I'm doing this as a like means to help get my business to grow. Rolling. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like I have, you know, you have to like list goals. Do we ever list goals on Coffee with Rachel? No. I don't think we did because we didn't really like Honestly, what we've done with the show surpassed any goal that we could have had. <laughs> yeah. Like, I never, like, I remember we had an idea of, like, going on tour. And now, realistically, like, I don't even know if that's something that I would have wanted to do. When the fuck would you be able to get off work and who would watch our cats? Like, yeah, yeah. we don't have, like, the lifestyle for that. Mm-hmm. And, like, we have, like, you, once you buy the equipment for a podcast, it's, like, not that much to upgrade, like, throughout. Yeah, so, yeah. With my store, though, like, my main goal, like, my biggest goal that it's, like, I would, like, I can't even imagine it happening. So that's why it's, like, up there as a goal (laughs) is to be able to have a studio space and so that I could stop working out of my apartment, which means I'm going physically to work, which I know would improve. Which, honey, if you want schedule and you want boundaries, that is I know supreme. Because, like, that would improve my mental health more than i can think of anything else and then also like it would just be like beneficial for like the space in our apartment we wouldn't have like all my crap everywhere and i would have like i'd be able to do um like studio days where you like if you live in like the pacific northwest and like you're close enough by that you would want to come over you have like an open door day and then like you come over and like i can sell things like in person and like meet y'all like it would be like a thing and you could just see the studio yeah and like i don't it would just be nice to have like a workplace man um and like i've been i've been on the hunt like looking for studios and there are things that are like it's tangible but it's not like I don't know how to describe it. Like, it's tangible. It's it's it not as tangible. expensive as what I expected in Seattle, but it's also because, like, it's not an apartment. I'm always thinking of, like, apartment prices and not, like, yeah. a room with a sink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, like, I don't know. So that's what the Patreon's for. It's, like, helping me build that. And, like, also there's, like, supply upgrades and things like that. So whatever. You can look at that when that goes live on Monday. I'll be tweeting about it and stuff, and I'll probably bring it up on the next show because I'll actually have a link. But that's, like, one of the things that is just happening in our lives currently that led us to being like this whole Ben trip. We want to actually like enjoy our time there and not feel like super stressed about it right before. And like when we're there, just thinking about work. So we're just going to indefinitely postpone it until sometime I need later May this year. to get back on my shit essentially. Yeah. Because we are having, I we've talked about this before. I don't want to like go down the road again, but like you're we're having my cousins coming in in yeah, June. So I want June. like, basically I have a lot of things that are coming up for my store for pride. Cause last year I just did like phone backgrounds and like the hundred percent proceeds went to the Trevor project and that was awesome and this year i want to do more because i had requests last year to do like keychains and magnets and things 
And so, like, more physical. And shit. so, it's like, everything that was there before will be there again. Yeah, if you she's missed gonna it come back. and you want to, like, purchase again, or do you want to tell somebody else to purchase it? And that all that shit's still 100%, whatever. Yeah, any know. digital download is still going to be 100% proceeds. And then, if I make a keychain, I have you guys oh my god <laughs> they're gonna be so fucking cute so get ready for that like too many rainbows that's all i have to say um keychains those it'll be 15 percent go to trevor because i literally like i physically couldn't do it without like being able to make any money because like it's so it's so much work to make yeah, the yeah, things yeah. that i make out of clay but and then also like i don't know how this happened but like the place that I get my hair done, like they had like a gift, like a contest, and it was like essentially a selfie. And if you got a bunch of likes, like whoever had the most likes, wins a gift card to the place that I get my hair done. But then you could also pick five hundred dollars to go to any charity that you wanted. And I won, and I donated five hundred bucks to Trevor. So they're gonna be like getting a lot of money from me this year, hopefully. <laughs> um, definitely that, but like yeah, yeah, that's actually about uh, that's amount. about how much we were able to do last year, and that was just on phone backgrounds. Yeah, so I'm hoping that like I don't know, I'm I'm really excited about these keychains. Like I, I guess I can give a hint. Like there's going to be like traditional rainbows, um, but then there's also going to be like rainbow food if that makes sense so that's my hint i don't want to give everything away yet yeah but i don't know i'm very inspired right now and it's probably because all the energy has finally come back to me yeah from being being sick sick will do that to you also i wanted to talk about a show that i've been binge watching that i want to recommend to anyone who hasn't watched it like i just hadn't a week ago or and this is a show that you definitely had somebody or multiple people whenever you asked for shows i'm sure you guys have mentioned it to us through here as well like as like you should watch this like and i just never knew where to watch it and then i saw it on netflix and i was like oh it's tangible go so i watched schitt's creek now i haven't watched season five yet because it's not on netflix so I might be, I don't know, I have to, like, look around to see how I'm going to do that. <laughs> it might be on Amazon, like. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I started watching it because I was like, oh, cool, like, 20-minute long episodes. This is great for, like, the gym. I can do, like, two in the gym, you know. It's so good. Like, it's so funny. And the character development, like, it's, for a comedy, you really didn't, like, I don't know. It's kind of like Parks and Rec in that way, where it's, like, there is a lot of, like, character development and growth. It's, it but gives it's, like, me, it's filling the Parks and Rec, like, hole but that I But in have. a totally different way. In a totally different way. It's, like, it's, like, it's got comedy, but it has really good story going on, like, and, and development of characters. It's so like, cute. And Chris, so I watched it, I watched all four seasons so far, and Chris is on season one with me, because I'm re-watching it with him, because I was, like, girl, you have to watch this. And, uh, so you haven't even gotten to like some of the stuff. I literally cried over an episode the other day. Like I got emotional. (laughs) It's so good. The, uh, I will say like, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure it's like not for everybody. Like the, the humor is very me. Like some of the jokes I'm like, wow, that's something I've said. Yeah. And also the pansexual representation flawless. Mm -hmm. So... I love that. And I just wanted to recommend that because we always get like, what's something to watch? That's something to watch. And it's on Netflix. You know, that's great. So you can easily do it. I think it's Canadian. It's absolutely Canadian because I feel like almost everybody on that show is Canadian. And also like the way they say sorry. Yeah. And like the one of the title cards says like Canada shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, So 
Who knew? So yeah. You Canadians, you got some humor. You got some, <laughs> you got some sweet, sweet comedy. So um, when I asked her questions for this week, we, and like the last like few weeks, we've at, been asked, where am I even going with my life? Um, we've been asked what our Enneagram number is. Yes. And what get, is this supposed to be? Like what It's kind of like a new personality type okay. situation. I remember Fiona asked us to do this a while ago. And I forget what her number was, but she was like, I, you know, she's that bitch where she's like, she needs to know everyone's <laughs> sign. Everyone's like Myers-Briggs, this kind of shit. Yeah. Um, and I'm like that also. I love doing these kinds when, of things. When will Tinder let you put in Myers-Briggs? Because didn't they start doing your astrological sign? Like, Can't you like filter yeah, on certain it, dating? I don't know if it's I, Tinder or like what dating app it is by astrological, which is like low-key fucked up, but also hilarious. <laughs> Like, yeah. I don't know if I would ever do it, but it's also like, hmm, I would like to see. <laughs> I would like to see it. <laughs> like, What's I would like to know what you are. I might not filter, like, absolutely no Aries, but I'd like to know what I'm getting involved with. <laughs> you know what I mean? Also, do you see Facebook's going to be doing, like... They apparently have dating services in other countries, not the U.S. Um, oh. And they're, they're go- like, they're adding to it but they still haven't said if and when it's coming to the u.s but i'm sure it will i think and next week's podcast we'll talk a little bit more about that summit that was like a bunch of tech because i only read a tiny little bit and i didn't want to like give my full like feelings on it until i did more research but yeah there's a lot of new features that were announced for like facebook instagram yeah i honestly uh, haven't read shit except for that one that thing one thing dating. and yeah. i saw like instagram's getting really reworked all, the one thing i did see for facebook is that they're getting rid of all of the blue on it it's just gonna be white but you, they need a dark mode. Yeah. <laughs> My retina, sweetie. I still remember the time when they like they changed the A, the f- like the way the A was shaped, and it's like a huge thing to like research like how that would impact people emotionally. That's wild. I it and I mean honestly, it's like it does actually have an impact, and it's just fucking weird. That no, it, it does makes that. sense. So okay. bringing it all back to the Enneagram test. We, like, honestly, we are so easily get off track. Like, I'm sending us right now. We now, just get really far off. I can't remember if we've done this on the podcast or not. And I know I say that about literally everything. But I feel like this is a thing where I've been like, oh, we should do this on the podcast. But it seems like it's too long. So we're just going to speed lightning round it. Yes. Because we literally get asked. It makes me think that we haven't done it because we get asked every fucking week what our number is. So I just want to know, because I, I feel like if I had done it, I would know the number, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do it. You can go to eclecticenergies.com, which is We're just, just doing the classic test. Classic test. It's um, a whole no, partly, and yes. Do, what is your first question? Just to make sure they're always in the same order. I love take... I lo- what? I, I love to take care of people, and I'm good at it. That's your first, not I tend to trust most people? Yeah. So we got different questions? So we have different questions. What's your third one? Uh, I often refrain from acting. Are you sure that you don't have that? Because I'm in the exact same order, except for that very first one. Um, hold on. Let me, like, refresh the page. You never know. Now I refresh, and it's I'm more sensitive. Oh, no. It really went off now. Oh, God. So maybe this is something that we should take really quick and then come back with our answer and, like, divulge how we feel. Okay. And we're back, and I've definitely taken this quiz before. Uh, yeah, I've definitely taken it before, too. Don't remember if we've said it here or not, because we might have just taken it for fun on our own. Because sometimes if a quiz is too long, we do that. 
but I can't remember. But either way, this is to answer everyone's question of what Enneagram number we are. Also, Fiona, if you're listening, now you fucking know. Um, <laughs> I feel so, like this is this segment of the podcast is just specifically for her. Yeah. <laughs> so what You're number, welcome. <laughs> what number did you get? Three. Okay, I got four. Uh, mine is the Achiever. Mine is the Individualist. Okay. Do you want to go first or want me to go first? Yeah. I don't care. Why don't you go first? Okay. Three comes before four and seven, eight, and nine. Uh, <laughs> so it says focused on presentation, presentation of success to attain validation. People, Interesting. <laughs> people of this personality type need to be validated in order to feel worthy. They pursue success and want to be admired. They are frequently hardworking, competitive, and are highly focused in the pursuit of their goals, whether their goal is to be the most successful salesman in a company or to be the, quote, sexiest woman in their social circle. That sentence is sexist. They're- yes, and also you are the sexiest in our social circle. <laughs> They are often, quote, self-made and usually find some area in which they can excel and thus find the external approbation which they so desperately need. Threes are socially competent, often extroverted, and sometimes charismatic. You are, though, in the certain, like, in the setting where I've you, learned, like... I'm more extroverted than I think I am. Yeah, you're an ambivert. <laughs> <laughs> They know how to present themselves, are self-confident, practical, and driven. Threes have a lot of energy and often seem to embody a kind of zest for life that others find contagious. They are good networkers who know how to rise through the ranks. But while threes do tend to succeed in whatever realm they focus their energies, they are often secretly afraid of being become losers. Threes can sometimes find intimacy difficult. Their need to be validated for their image often hides a deep sense of shame for who they really are, a shame they subconsciously fear will be unmasked if another gets too close. Threes are often generous and likable, but are difficult to really know. When they're unhealthy, their narcissism takes an ugly turn, and they can become cold-blooded and ruthless in the pursuit of their goals. Thank God that's not you. (laughs) Because it is central to the type 3 fixation to require external validation, threes often consciously and unconsciously attempt to embody the image of success that is promoted by their culture. Threes get in trouble when they confuse true happiness, which depends on inner states, with the image of happiness which society has promoted. Yo, that's T. I feel like everyone deals with that, though. Yeah. If a three has a good job and an attractive mate, she will be willing... It's so sexist and heteronormative. They might be willing through an act of self-deception, which is also self-betrayal, to ignore the inner promptings which tell them that neither their job nor their mate are fulfilling their deeper needs. Even the most successful threes who generally appear quite happy often hide a deeply felt sense of meaninglessness. The attainment of the, the (laughs) attainment of the image never quite satisfies. How do you feel? about that um i feel like a decent amount of it was pretty spot on i would say i wouldn't feel like my drive for doing well is for the validation of other people but maybe i don't know i don't know i feel like we all get like we have like an idea of like what success and happiness means and some of it is outside opinions of you know what society society, thinks and then some of it is like internal like what you want to be what you find and i feel like as you grow up like my idea of what i thought like success for me looked like when i was like 
in 2010, for example, yeah. compared to where it is now, like people would think, for example, like I remember like when I quit YouTube, I was like, oh my God, like, am I interesting anymore? You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, that was like the interesting thing about me. It was a successful thing about me, right? Yeah. But like it wasn't, it was what other people thought was successful and now I'm happier doing things that might not seem as successful to other people. But to me, all the successes that I'm feeling right now are like all these like victories that I'm doing that are like all ingrained in like self work. Yeah. Like my, you know what I mean? I think for, that just for comes me, like I, I've, I feel like I'm pretty successful right now in this moment because I have a job at a company that I really wanted to fucking work at. And like, it's not because I'm like, Oh my God, other people can see me working at Twitch and they'll what be jealous or something like that or like they'll admire that I'm working at that like sure that I feel that's like that a, was that's you a like part 5 of, years ago that's a part of everybody but like it's not like the main reason why I'm like into like where I'm at successfully right that now that was you when you got your job at Xbox yeah and you like made sure you were like the first thing you did was like update your Facebook you know what I yeah. mean now it's like you don't care it's just more about you yes i get that i feel like with these kinds of things like the description of that even some of it i was like okay that's me some of it's obviously not that's but I feel so like, much of the shit can just be like it's just words that you can apply to like you try to put i feel like the buckets. most accurate one we did was that adobe one the other day yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i've seen a lot of other creative people that i follow on the internet doing that quiz yeah and like really enjoying it, it. was really spot on so i got the individual list um it says people of this personality type tend to build their identities around their perception of themselves as being somehow different or unique, and they are thus self-consciously individualistic. Fours tend to see difference from others as being both a gift and a curse. A gift because it sets them apart from those they perceive as being somehow common, and a curse as it often seems to separate them from simpler forms of happiness that others so readily seem to enjoy. I don't like I don't like this. This is just like your entire sense of self is relating to other people so far in this. And like being different. Like I'm not I see like it, those other If girls. I am individualized at all, like I like for me it's always a curse like when i was doing like my whole internet career which i guess i technically still am like and the fact that like people made fun of that that were doing like non-creative work online like that didn't make me feel that special it made me feel really like insecure because i was like i don't fucking fit in and then like being bi in a group of like you know gay or lesbian peers made me not feel great (laughs) like just made me feel like i didn't fit in also not having a family like doesn't mm-hmm. make me feel cool. I'm just I don't know. I I can understand like some of it. Like I think this speaks more to like my younger self. Mm-hmm. I used to more like that. I don't know. Um, but it says the fours can manage to feel superior to others while also secretly harboring some degree of longing and envy. I guess um, <laughs> probably <laughs> a feeling of being a member of true aristocracy. Ar- I can't find aristocracy. See, I'm not a part of that because I can't even pronounce it. <laughs> Alternates with deep feelings of shame and fears of somehow being deeply flawed or defective. I mean, yeah, T. Um, mm-hmm. Fours are emotionally complex and highly sensitive. They uh, this whole thing just comes from me answering like hell yes to every sensitivity 
an emotional question mm-hmm. that they ask. Um, they long to be understood and appreciated for their authentic selves, but easily feel misunderstood and underappreciated. They have a tendency to withdraw and face the world that seems harsh or crude and are often somewhat moody or temperamental. They are emotionally centered and spend much of their lives immersed in the internal mental landscapes where they feel free to cultivate and analyze their feelings. A desire to manifest this internal world often leads force to interest in the arts as some do become actual artists whether artistic or not however most fours are aesthetically sensitive and concerned with self-expression and self-revelation whether be in their clothes that they wear or the overall nature of their often idiosyncratic lifestyles they are somewhat melancholic by by disposition under stress tend to lapse into depression (laughs) Um, they also tend to be self-absorbed. Yeah, probably. Um, even under the best of circumstances, but when unbalanced, um, easily give way to self-indulgence when they perceive, which they perceive as being fully justified as a way to compensate for the general lack of pleasure they are experiencing in their lives. So, aka, when I'm when I'm depressed, I self-indulge because mm. I'm like, I fucking deserve this. I'm fucking sad. Dude. Yeah, yeah. But isn't that all depressed people? I don't know. But sometimes your depression leads you to like not want to indulge because you feel worthless. There's two different types. Yeah. Um, and you've I've experienced both. I don't know. Um, basically, it says uh, intellectual fours tend to mistakenly type themselves as fives, um, whatever that means. And we look for practical solutions f- rather than looking for practical solutions to their difficulties. Fours are prone to fantasizing about a savior who will rescue them from their unhappiness. Wow. How do you feel about? Do you think Gypsy Rose was a four? Oh my god. How do I feel about it? I feel like it's a uh, like yeah, I'm artistic, yeah, I'm easily depressed and I'm an emotional sensitive person and I am like very much like in my own brain fantasizing and things like that, but I don't think that like my entire self-worth is like comes down to like being different from other people. I don't like it. I like fitting in. Yeah. I don't yeah. I think this speaks volumes to who I used to be. I used to like to be the center of attention. That's why I started to like making videos online like i loved like that like attention back then Mm -hmm. and now it's like the last thing that i would want yeah um i like i like taking these things because i feel like they're that and like the myers-briggs stuff while i don't think they can ever like put people into buckets and like actually define them well to where you feel like that's 100 percent me i do feel like since it's like we're answering questions about situations that it is more us than like than what astrology is like i because like he's a skeptic i'm a skeptic of astrology because the fucking stars did they fucking know that like you were gonna go through abuse and that was gonna change like that's believing in like destiny i don't know so you know what i mean i believe that like the we are water made like we're hello liquid (laughs) <laughs> and the moon moving does shit to liquid. I, and so I have I no that. doubt that like the planets actually have an impact on our moods. I and have stuff. no idea where I stand because it's like on the one hand, I'm like, okay, like as things are moving around, I'm moving around and that could affect my mood. Okay. Like tides affect the way all animals act and do crazy shit like Mm -hmm. currents and tides like do all that stuff and that is involved with the planets but do i think that like the planets and the stars lining up on one specific day and time the day that i was born affect my entire life i don't know but then i like read my birth chart and it fucking reads me to filth so i don't fucking understand yeah i just don't know however i've been watching a lot 
of Ask a Mortician video. <laughs> <laughs> How is this? Where is this? Because it's been making me think a lot about like death. <laughs> this wow. is like so fucked up. But first of all, watch her channel. She's fucking great. And she did an entire video on like eco funerals and it was like a half hour long about how the funeral industry is like the industrialized funeral industry and if you've watched her videos you've this is already like old news this is like a a john oliver special waiting to happen right i'm sure he's done it honestly but as we all know and i've been saying this for years like i don't want to be fucking buried in a casket one it's just a waste of a plot of land to be honest two it's a waste of fucking money on whoever's responsibility it is Am I supposed to save up for my untimely death? Like, what? That's so stupid. Like, I'd rather just donate fucking... any money I had left over and just, like, throw me in a ditch and exactly. donate my I money. I don't care. I'm like... fucking dead. Um, and then I watched her video, and it was like, yeah, no, there's even more to it. So I would highly recommend watching that video, but, like, it made me come up with a death plan, um, which, like, my therapist would probably be a little bit concerned about because, like, sometimes depressed individuals that have death plans, it's not good. But, like, this is not an unhealthy, like, I'm going to be dying soon. Here's my plan. This isn't, like, me trying to, like, do that. You know what I mean? This is coming from a place of, like, eventually I would like to write this down so it's, like, in writing so that no one does anything stupidly invasive to my fucking dead body. You know what I mean? Yes. Because I'm very against... Like, the Jews have a right. The Jews don't embalm people. The Jews don't do open caskets. Like, they just do the shroud. They do a nice wooden box with no metal. And they do the cremate. Well, I don't know how many people do cremation, but they do the burial that way. That's, like, if I wanted to do it that way. I am all about this, like, water cremation shit. Yeah. The, the, they interview- I watched a video that she did about it, and it was, like, the place that they do it for pets is in Seattle, by the way. I love that. And they were like saying they're like it's it's fucked up that Washington doesn't have this for people yet because Seattle's such like a green place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you'd think they would because it's like way more environmentally friendly than like normal cremation. Anyway, I've just been doing a lot of thought <laughs> on that. So let me know how you want to like prepare your dead body when you're dead. <laughs> um, leave a comment below. Wow. I don't know where that came from. Yeah, but that went away. You know. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's just like I think about all that because it's like. You know, this, the sun and the stars and the positioning when I was born. Is that really going to, like, deter... It's the whole, like, destiny thing. Like, it's like, on the one hand, like, some of it is, like, so, like, accurate. And then on the other hand, I'm like, I don't believe that everything was just fucking set out. But then some of it does feel like fate. Like, I say all the time, like, the weird, unlikely circumstances that me and you met. Yeah. It's just very confusing. And I just can't wait to be dead. So I can get some fucking answers. <laughs> but knowing everything that's been going on, we're probably getting zip answers. It's going to be like one of those TV shows that just gets canceled without a real finale. And no one knows anything. It's actually just... Lights out. We're going to hell. And it's just staring at CGI Sonic for the rest of your life. <laughs> Thank God you just don't believe in hell, brother. Yeah. Also, yeah, he... Everyone else that's done, like, a rendering of, like, what the video game character would look like if painted in that, like, kind of yeah, realistic, realistic style. Yeah. What the fuck did they, they do? They could have hired literally anybody from, like, the community to be like, hey, do I, this. I liked Cat Black. She tweeted, like, she was like, who the fuck is this movie 
like who's the target audience because like children are not gonna be interested in this shit because it looks scary and like not for kids but then it's like it's not for adults because all the adults are like it's cringy so she was like is this literally just for like people that love 90s jim carrey yeah literally that's what it's for (laughs) i was like yeah That was the best, like, review Hot of take. that trailer, yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get into some questions. We've got some questions from patreon.com slash Cotham's... What? We have an ad. Oh. All right, so let's uh, take a quick break to hear from our sponsor, and then we'll get into some other questions. Today's podcast brought to you by adamandeve.com. So our friends at adamandeve.com are running a special offer right now. So if you use our code, which is code CWC, at checkout, you get some new shit, y'all. So you get your classic 50% off of almost any item on the store. Plus, you also get 10 things for free. 10? That's 10. 10 things. That's 5 plus 5. Yes. (laughs) We love math here. We'll start off with six free movies. And then you'll also get three free mystery gifts. And then the last thing is you'll get free shipping. So again, that's 50% off of almost any item, six free movies, three free mystery gifts, and free shipping. And you get that all by going to adamandeve.com and using code CWC at checkout. Today's podcast is also brought to you by audible.com. <laughs> audible.com, if you've never heard of it, is a place to get all of your audiobook needs. They have a wide selection to choose from, and if there's an audiobook for the book that you're interested in, it's going to be on Audible. So you can get a free trial by going to audibletrial.com slash CWC. Yeah, you'll get a free trial and one free audiobook. So that's, once again, audibletrial.com slash CWC. All right, we're here with patreon.com slash Rachel with all the questions from you lovely dangerous who have support show. I stumbled through that. Squeezy is also giving us like a time constraint right now because he keeps running around he woke up from a nap and he is fucking ready so uh first question here is from yuana who said y'all may have figured this out already but there's a game called harry potter hogwarts mystery that doesn't require you to walk around in the wild with your face in your phone but my question is what console would you guys recommend for a couple that isn't huge on gaming but wants to play some light stuff together I've been eyeing the Switch, but I honestly know so little. Probably a Switch. A Switch, absolutely, because that's where you will find the biggest plethora of co-op games and also... Like lighthearted good times. Yes. We recommend Pode as a good, very lighthearted thing that's puzzles and And just beautiful you get to hold hands i mean what more do you need to know that's the best co-op for like a couple you can ever do yeah man uh next question is from cassandra who said hey guys this question is more for chris i recently got my first internship in my field that i am going to be starting in the middle of may my question is do you have any tips on going there on the first day it's an interior design, so I know it's not your field at all, but I'm nervous and I don't know what to expect, so any advice would be helpful. Thanks. Um, so I would say that I would just be as attentive as possible and try and just absorb as much of the information as you can. Don't like... I also get there early. Get, get there early. Just be prepared to absorb a lot of information because whenever you start a new job or a new internship or something like that, it's always just like, it feels a little overwhelming like at the beginning because there's so much stuff you have to learn to like ramp up. But um, yeah, like don't be like silent and just like 
only absorbing and not saying like anything like but a nice also mix of absorption and charm absorption and exudation exudation <laughs> exude <laughs> also dress a little bit nicer than you probably normally do until you get the vibe of like what to wear yeah exactly. unless they already told you what to wear yeah that's always what i'm always nervous about is like i dressed a little bit nicer for my first day at twitch and then everybody was there in hoodies and i was like okay. everyone was like uh <laughs> yeah. why, are you so nice? why are you dressing in a button down um anyway next question is from jasmine who said hey y'all out, out of you and the chunks, who would be Padfoot, Mooney, Wormtail, and Prongs? Also, what kind of potion would y'all be? I'm on a Harry Potter kick right now. Squeezy is Mooney. Squeezy is Mooney. Lila's he Padfoot. Could, he could also be Wormtail, though. I know, but that's fucked no, up. He's, he, I know, but he's, he, he's... I'm just going not off the person that this is, but just based off of the name of it. Like He's Mooney and Wormtail. Lila's Padfoot because she's always padding her foots around. Okay, so... But the T is like, he's Mooney because he's got the moon eyes, mm-hmm. and he also is like a werewolf where it's like sometimes he just takes a turn. Yeah, and then Lila is Padfoot. Yeah, because... 100%. I guess she is kind of like serious. I don't know. Uh, she got that dark side, you know, being in jail. Like, but she's brave. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, out of us, then, who would be Wormtail and who would be Prongs? Um, I feel like I'm also Mooney. Um, Me and Squeezie are very similar. Okay. I'm Mooney. Um, Haha. Uh. I guess I'd say I just don't want to be Wormtail. Um, I would be Padfoot or Prongs. Like I don't know. Like, I feel like you'd be a Prong. Probably a Prong. You know. Yeah. That's such a weird. Like, is that what you call the little things on a deer? Like, well, that's why. Like before I read this shit, I was like, I have no fucking idea. Like I'm thinking tongs. You know, like yeah. flip that burger, brother. That's what <laughs> I was thinking the whole time. Okay. Next question is: What do you think about Instagram taking away the like feature? Is that a thing that is happening? They are testing, getting rid of, like, when you see posts, you just see, like, liked by, you know what I mean? Like, you know how, like, when you're following people mutually, like, say, like, on my post, like, you would see, like, people that you also follow that have liked my picture? Yeah, yeah, So it'll just show you, like, those names, but it won't tell you the number of likes. And then they're also beta testing, like, the videos like you know how you can see how many views a video has gotten you wouldn't even be able to see that and they're testing it to see what users like emotional responses they basically want to see if it makes people happier because people find instagram incredibly depressing i'll be honest with you i'd love it (laughs) like i guess technically as like a as a business owner on the business side it's more helpful to have those analytics but on the personal but, side, but I mean, if you can still get those analytics, it's just they're personal to you, and like you can just have them. Right? Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm all about it. Okay. I, <laughs> I thought you great. meant I thought you meant literally like getting rid of the ability to like a photo. And I was like, well, that's kind of weird. But yeah. No, I think I'd be into that. No, then in that case, and it's sure. also weird. Like on Instagram, like I feel like that stuff does actually like impact you emotionally. But like, do you feel that on Twitter? Because I don't give a shit what my Twitter like notif not notifications the like, only time i'll be like damn i made a joke and that didn't pop off at all but like uh, otherwise I guess I just can't relate to that like <laughs> I'm just honestly kidding. i've been really like not on twitter a lot yeah lately. he's been gone i've been like why did i even change my names i don't know but like i've just not been there so it's not really like impacting um fuck mary kill your past self your future self or yourself from an alternate universe Ooh, i'm gonna fuck myself from an alternate universe 
I'll marry my future self and I'll kill my past self. Exact same answer. <laughs> exact same answer. Um, I guess it's a question for me, but what do you wish you had known prior to getting your first tattoo? Um, well, I haven't gotten mine yet, so... What do you wish you knew? <laughs> Just kidding. Um, well... What here- did you know before getting your monster tattoo? Um. True. <laughs> uh, so what if I'm the monster? Um, <laughs> oh, no. I guess... I don't know. Like, I did a lot of fucking research before I got it done. And I didn't get my first tattoo until I was 25. So I waited a bit. And I feel like everything that happened was to be expected, to be honest. Um, There weren't a lot of, like, surprises. I guess the only thing I wish I knew was that, like, most tattoo places... Like, you're not going to get your design until, like, you get there and your artist will have your design, which now makes sense to me and now I, like, understand it. And I wish that before I got my first one, I wasn't so anxious about that because every single time I've gotten a tattoo since, I haven't had to, like, adjust the design at all. And I know that's, like, not always the case because... Well, that's because you're doing hella research beforehand on the artist to see if you like their art. And I know, like, that's, like, new with, like, social media, too. That's why I, like instagram for tattoos yeah (laughs) for that and also i'm not getting like okay you know like someone's like i'm getting a portrait of like my family member or a pet or whatever like everything i'm getting isn't like hella custom like the last tattoo i got was literal flash but the first two were things that i like did describe what i wanted Mm -hmm. but i don't know I guess the only thing I thought I would want to know is that, you know, you don't really see it until you show up yeah. and to like be a little bit more relaxed about it. But I know that doesn't apply to every type of tattoo. Um, next question is, please tell me you two are watching Killing Eve. Hell yeah. Yeah, we are. My bias has to watch that shit. Every week we watch. It's fantastic. What a great show. Uh, does the limit of acquiring houseplants exist? Not in my opinion, if you don't have pets. I follow a lot of people that have like literal jungles in their apartments. Yeah. If you have the right atmosphere and you have no pets, go off. Mm-hmm. Ours exists because there's only certain amounts of plants that I can keep away from my pets. Yeah, if we only have so many surfaces. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are y'all's opinions also about tattoos um, based around pets or significant others? Wait, what? Like, what are, what's your opinion on getting a tattoo based on your pet or your significant other? I missed the tattoo part of that and thought it was just, what's your opinion on significant others? <laughs> Fucking hate them. Pets, yeah. I'm for it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't... Here's... Personally, I don't think I will ever get a tattoo. Of what? Of, of anything? Of... I would never get a tattoo of a significant other or a pet like i'm talking like specifically like um like a face a face a portrait well yeah i'm i don't i don't want portraits on my body yeah that's well hmm, there's i mean david attenborough i could put his face i don't want realistic portraits of someone i know on my body does that make sense i want like there are a couple artists i follow where they do portraits of like just ambiguous people that are not it's more like almost like a stick figure type of not a stick figure but you get me like it's a it's a it's like poorly drawn cats that no, twitter except for it's people not like that. it's just not a realistic it's not like a portrait of like a person that people know who it is it's just a thing yes you know what i mean so like i'm get, into that but like would, would i get like, squeezy and lila's face on me probably not 
Would you get like Chris in a heart on your ass cheek? Like, no, <laughs> I would do. I'm not against significant other tattoos, but I would be more like you died. I'd do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, is yeah. that fucked? I, not like while you're alive. I don't need to fucking put something on my body to say i love you exactly personally but if you were to just die suddenly i would probably get some sort of tribute to you but it wouldn't be your name it wouldn't be like your birthday it's something it that would you would be just like know. something very like special to us and very like i don't know like when you look at it it wasn't gonna be like oh that's for like your your fucking dead brother it's not like oh that's a that's a tombstone on your arm right but this there, is not to like, say like you do everyone do what the fuck this they is want. just our opinions like, on tattoos for example like, like you could get um a pickle on you because that'd be like me or like a salt <laughs> mini or a chip you know what i mean and like for squeezy and lila I wouldn't get, like, their faces because I've seen really, like, detailed portraits of cats that, like, I like, but with the style of tattoos that I'm getting, I'm not really doing that, like, super heavily detailed, like, realistic shit, like, photorealistic stuff. I'd get, like, a alien planet for Squeezy. I'd get, like, a like, moon for Squeezy and then, like... A marshmallow. Yeah, like, like a potato. <laughs> like a bowl of mashed potatoes for Lila. <laughs> like something stupid like that. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Or like just like an S and an L somewhere. Yeah. I would do that, but then it's like how many pets like over time? Like You just have to name your pets in a way that you can eventually spell a word with the first letter of their name. So I we remember, have an S and an L. <laughs> like this dude I went to like all of school with, he had like at the end of high school got on his back like this big thing that had like Every person in his family's name and birthday. And he was like, it took up his whole fucking back. Because he had like oh a really God. big family. And like, obviously I can't relate to that. But I remember being like, not that. <laughs> not going to do that. That's a lot. Um, Yeah. I think what I want to do, honestly, my next ink is <laughs> I want to do, you know, Ben Affleck's <laughs> Phoenix on his back. Yes. I want to get that, like a replica. Wow. Ooh. But I want to get it like of him and his back so it's like oh, on my yeah, back ben yeah. affleck and his back showing yeah. does that make sense mm -hmm. yeah that's so, my next tattoo i mean if if i got an s and an l for squeezy and then lila i think we should name our cat next cats like something with an a and a b so then i could be slab <laughs> just put slab on me somewhere or you know? like salt okay I, I an mean, a and a t i mean yeah i guess you know i just have to space them out and be kind of weird but yep. you know whatever this is dumb <laughs> <laughs> shut up if there's ever a reboot of the twilight movies who would be your dream cast slash cast changes oh i'm so bad at this because i'm like that bitch where i'm like i don't want anyone to fucking yeah these are things do it it's like i don't want there to ever be a redo of like harry potter or twilight or something like that because like it's just so iconic the way it is right now and i could never everyone replace... i'm thinking of is already too old to do it yeah like i could never replace the pure innocence that we experienced in twilight like because like i don't know what i would do because I don't know a lot of like young faces to yeah. like fill these roles, you know? I think that like honestly Robert Pattinson had just the right amount of cynicism to be able to do Edward like without it being 
I mean, it was already cringy, but, like, can you imagine someone taking it seriously? Yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> or, like, trying to play him as, like, really right. I mean, he did take it seriously. He was just like, this guy's just be, like, in so much pain. So, like, try to convey that. But, like, like, also, like, romantic. Like, I can't imagine anyone else doing it where it's... Yeah, I yeah, don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm so bad at that. And I don't, I'm not replacing Kristen Stewart either. Absolutely like, not. No. Um, and no one... You'd have to have What's-His-Face back to play Charlie. Like, you can't... Yeah, he's the perfect Charlie. I don't think I mean, I've ever seen a more perfect cast. <laughs> like, truly, everything other than Jackson Rathbone's hair could be like the same fucking thing. To be honest, um, did I stop doing watercolor Wednesdays? They were the favorite part of your week. I have stopped for the time being. I just got really fucking busy and just didn't have time to like do that little extra thing. I don't know. I might bring them back. The music thing on Instagram really kind of fucked. That was the like whole... the nail in the coffin for it. You know? Yeah, it really. I'm not getting a coffin, Chris. That was the water in the uh, oh aquamation the, for me. The nail. <laughs> uh, so they're postponed for now. Yes. And then the last question. Oh, I feel bad. This isn't like another question for me. We can do two more. Um, the last question for me only is now that I have my passport, um, am I considering going on birthright? If I go to Israel, it'll just be to visit family. I don't think I would ever do like a birthright trip. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and then the last question we will answer tonight is rice or pasta? Pasta. When I was glutened, it was rice pasta, sweetie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the D. It was rice. Let me tell you, like, I pick pasta. However, can we just all just get a big whopping amen to rice? Yeah. She is stunning. She does everything. She doesn't infect you. (laughs) She's carbs. She can transform. She can become a powder. She can become a pasta if you really try. There's like, so many ways to manipulate the rice. She can be sticky. She cannot. Like, you can, you know? Yeah. You can write something on her and put her in a little vial, wear around your neck. <laughs> um, you can throw her at a wedding. Like <laughs> You can fill a bag with her and then use that to way down things yeah heating pad i don't know you know what i mean rice has done it all it's universal and i know how everybody's like the the potato is the most transformative woman but i would say (laughs) rice is that bitch (laughs) um but i'd still pick pasta yeah me too yes (laughs) i'm just saying like i really appreciate what she did for me during that year that i couldn't have gluten we're picking pasta but like rice we just want you to know that we see you and we appreciate what you do for us (laughs) um okay with that wonderful um homage to the colonel yes it's not a colonel (laughs) it's not a colonel what What a grain homage to the grain yes we're gonna go um so we will see y'all next week when we're not in bend um but bend your ear to this one yes so grab (laughs) your mug i have it right here bye everyone okay so it was chris's responsibility this week to come up with the binge list and he apologized upon showing it to me because it is what the benches are what y'all are as dinosaur species but (laughs) <laughs> i can't pronounce a good 95 percent of these so this is gonna be great <laughs> this is like low-key simlish yeah um i am sorry but we're just gonna giggle our way through it yes and every pronunciation that we fuck up all the paleontologists out there sorry yes historians i'm sorry 
Let's fucking go. All right, starting it off with Courtney, who is a Confucius. Sarah Booth is a Borogovia. M. Corbeil is a Conchropraptor. <laughs> Chiropractor. Angelica Fleas is an Ankylosaurus. Only Animal Crossing taught me that one. <laughs> uh, Jackie Relihan is a Rugops. Serena is a Segnosaurus. Gabby Crutzian is a Gassosaurus, which That's, is Chris uh, all the time. I was going to say Squeezy. <laughs> no. M- Maddie Davis is a Datasaurus. Amy Fowler is a Fukui Raptor. <laughs> Julia Shermer is a Shunosaurus. Sarah Ann Paul are a Saltop- Saltopus. Saltopus? It's like an octopus, but salty. That's that's you. Yeah. Allie Chandler is a Chasmosaurus. Is that a fucking Pokemon? <laughs> Jess Monagle is a Microceratus. <laughs> Microceratus. <laughs> Michael Sarah. Taylor Sutton is a Taurosaurus. <laughs> Say that five times fast. Amy Ray is a Rabidotum. <laughs> I'm not even trying it's to not even trying. It's spelled so differently than that. <laughs> I don't care. Joanna Tartaglini is a Tarbosaurus. I think people want my artistic interpretation. We've okay. got Lauren Niaz, who is a Nautosaurus. Kim Vandersloos is a Vulcanodon. That's from Star Wars. Uh, Teague Phillips is a Triceratops. We love that. Brooke Renee is a Brachiosaurus. Chantel Piot is a Protoceratops. It's a prototype. <laughs> Grandma is a Gyposaurus. Sophie Jaramillo is a Spinosaurus. Chelsea Grundy is a Gastonia. Michelle Cox is a Microraptor. Rebecca Mack is a Marshosaurus. That's Lila. Yep. Gwen Stowe is a Stegosaurus. That That's one's squeezy. squeezy. Kat Schultz is a Shamosaurus. Shamwell. <laughs> Jason Gonzalez is a Gorgosaurus, and that's true because he's gorgeous. Jess Adams is an Alamosaurus. Daisy. Remember the Alamo. <laughs> Daisy Blossom Dottie is a Dryrosaurus, and I just took her out of the dryer. Sonia Vaz Brune is a Supersaurus. Juanita Carr is a Cotosaurus. Liz Holbrook <laughs> is a Lurdosaurus. Chloe Ireland is an Irritator. What the fuck? Caitlin Whalen is a con. Flynn is a Velociraptor. And Mackenzie Knight is a Myosaurus. And my, oh my, am I embarrassed for us. Um, Everybody else, the other beach bonches, are a classic fucking T-Rex. Ooh. Because that wasn't on the list, and I can actually pronounce it. We've got Elizabeth Hensley. Kolia Pollock. Alexa. Ishbel Mendez. And Ali Malone. Wow. Thank you for suffering with us. We I'm hope sorry. you're... <laughs> Ancient feathers are just bloomed. Yes, exactly. Now you can be like, uh, what's her face in Sister of the Traveling Pants and just... Dust off some bones and fall yeah, right in. Yeah, exactly. That's how it works. <laughs> Speaking of dusted bones, let us know if you would be cremated. Oh um. <laughs> my God. All right, let's go wrap it up, boys. Bye. Bye.